Hey y'all, it's Tegan, aka Teggy Lee, and I am your host, and welcome to Hitting It Raw. Alright guys, um, I'm already choking up, here we go. Uh, this, I'm going to give a disclaimer, this podcast is not going to be easy by any means. Today's topic is about grief and grieving. Uh, this was not a podcast that I was going to record, but something is telling me to do that. Something is telling me to record this, and I want to state my intentions before we jump into this heavy topic. Um, my intention is not to tell you how to grieve. My intention is not to list all of the ways that are acceptable or not acceptable, because grieving looks absolutely different for everybody, and I am the last person on the planet to tell you how to do that, because I still don't know how to process my own. My intentions today are to share experiences and ideas that I have around grief, just to simply have the conversation. This conversation is very heavy for a lot of people, and sometimes people don't like talking about it. Personally, I I find it difficult to talk about this heavy of a subject, but I do enjoy talking about these types of things in the hopes that somebody listening to this can hear this and I can help them in some way, shape, or fashion. And um, let's, now that you know my intentions, uh, let's jump into it. So I'm, I'm going to start with the, the Google definition of grief, and that is a deep sorrow, especially that caused by somebody's death. And I wanted to talk about that first. Um, you don't have to grieve just by somebody's death. Um, grieving can look a lot different. Um, it can look different for many things in life. Uh, kind of for example, um, it, you can grieve when you lose a relationship or a friendship. Uh, you can grieve when your life drastically changes or you change and you're grieving the old version of your life or yourself. Um, you can even grieve the living. Um, I don't really know how to explain that in general, but for my experience, my Nana has Alzheimer's and dementia right now and this point in time in her life. And I grieve the healthier version of her because personally, it is, it's really hard to see somebody that you love and that literally took care of, of you and everything and everybody. And just, she slowly, you know, slowly deteriorating. And I, and I grieve for that. And it's, it's a really weird feeling to have when you grieve the living. <laughs> um, but the reason I am talking about today's topic is because um, I had an epiphany this morning and I wanted to share it with you guys. So I am probably going to get emotional. This is a very vulnerable topic for me that I am still navigating through in my personal life. But again, I hope this can reach somebody that may not 
know what to say or how to process things. And I hope that even just listening to me rambling can help you in, in some form or fashion. So a little backstory, my papa uh, passed away 11 years ago tomorrow. Tomorrow's January 18th. 11 years ago, he passed away from cancer. And these past couple of weeks, I have been experiencing crippling anxiety. And anxiety is something that is uh, a part of my everyday life. But these past couple weeks have been um, very, like, persistently hard. And I honestly could not put my finger on it for a while until this morning. Um, Sometimes, you know, I get so wrapped up in my day-to-day and setting goals and doing art that I forget to check the freaking date. And I had, up until today, realizing where this came from, um, I wrote down some of the, uh, the experiences that my mind and my body have been going through. And I wrote them down, and some of them read as follows. Um, obviously, I just told you guys I've been anxious. Uh, I've had this weird feeling of uncertainty and uneasiness. Um, I have, around my chest area, I have been burning and itching. I've had shakiness, extra sleepy, heavy chest, and constant tears, uh, rapid breathing. Not wanting to speak or a lump in my throat, which is why you can tell my voice is very shaky today. Um, I feel like there's a deep, heavy hole in my chest and my stomach, like it feels empty. And I've been experiencing weird stomach cramps, and I've had this, this sense, this deep sense of abandonment. And up until this morning, I had no idea why I had been experiencing that, um... But once I realized today that tomorrow is my papa's death date, it makes a lot of sense and it blows my mind that 11 years later, my body still experiences the same symptoms and the same sadness and the same grief that I did the day that it happened. And it's it's a very interesting thing that our, our body does, that our memory does. Um, and one thing that some of the worst piece of advice that I've received during this whole grieving process is time will heal. Time always heals your wounds. I cannot stand that personally simply for this reason that I'm talking to you about. Um, Because time has not healed my wounds. My body and my mind, for some reason, still react the exact same way that I did 11 years ago to to the day. And I don't really believe that time heals wounds. I feel personally that we just learn to cope without their physical presence. When somebody is alive, um, you have the luxury of hugging and here come the waterworks. (laughs) Mm. 
you have the luxury of holding hands and crying together, laughing, hugging. knowing what their what their body warmth feels like when they're there you get to experience the safeness in the the safeness and the comfort of just sitting in silence watching a movie with them. Ooh, this is a lot harder than I thought, guys. Um, all in a nutshell, you get to have the physical sensations of that person being physically there. But... When you lose somebody, when you experience a loss, when you experience a loss, you time doesn't heal your wounds from my personal experience because I've had to learn how to cope without his presence. I've had to learn how to navigate it's experiencing him in a non-physical form. And what that looks like for me, it looks like turning on his favorite song and listening to <laughs> listening to the Oak Ridge Boys or listening to Pink. He loved Pink. It's wearing the color red because that was his favorite color. It's remembering him when you see a red Chevy truck drive by or when you go to a restaurant, you order chicken fried steak instead of your typical avocado melt or whatever the hell I get. <laughs> When you lose somebody, you learn to experience them in the non-physical form. And it's really hard to navigate because personally, I'm a very physical person. I love hugs and embraces and contact and conversations. And when you don't have that someone there. You catch yourself just like talking to them with no response back. But in my personal belief system, they're always listening. They just respond in different ways and at different times. And, um... I don't know how I'm going to finish this episode, but if you're experiencing this, I am so sorry that you have to go through that pain. 
And just also remember that every single person on this planet will experience grief in some form or fashion in their lifetime. And just know that you're not alone, no matter how lonely it is, because grief feels very lonely. Um, you're, you're not alone. Um, if you don't have anybody, you at least have me to, to uh, sympathize with you. But it's, I think it's important to sit in those uncomfortable feelings that you have. Because for the longest time, when he, when my papa passed away, for the longest time I tried to put on a brave face and act like it didn't, uh, not necessarily act like it didn't affect me, but I acted like that I was able to move forward a lot easier than I thought. And for me, that resulted in rage and anger, um, a deeper sense of abandonment, because I feel like he just left me. Um, and I was so angry. I was, that's like the biggest emotion that I can tackle right now in the time that I was feeling it. I was just so mad. I was so angry at the world. I was so angry that he was was gone. And I was angry at him for leaving me, even though it was not his fault whatsoever. Um, and I felt guilty for those emotions and those feelings for the longest time. But they are valid. And they do happen. And it is... In my opinion, I'm no doctor or therapist, but um, it is normal to experience those kinds of um, emotions. And I really hope that... I don't know why... Genuinely, guys, if I am (laughs) being 100% honest with you, I don't know why I'm sharing this with y'all. Excuse me. I don't know why I'm sharing this with you guys, but for some reason, something inside of me was telling me to. So, in that case, somebody is going to hear it, and I, whoever is listening, I truly hope that this sends you some type of comfort in whatever way possible. Um, but what works best for me when I... I learned something new about myself today. What works best for me when I'm feeling those types of emotions is I write them down and I kind of assess what it is in my life that happened or sometimes I don't do that at all. Sometimes I just sit with them and just, you know, allow them to be there without any type of observation. Um, but for some particular reason today... You know, I, I realized that my body was going through some physical memory of experiencing this trauma 11 years prior. And, um, yeah, that's, I feel fulfilled, um, speaking about all of that today. Um, but in closing statement, um... I do want to let you guys know that I appreciate 
you listening to these chaotic episodes. Um, my intention of, of starting this entire podcast was to have, have a community online and I'm not very good at being the most vulnerable with strangers and that's something that I would like to work on. So I, I share my sporadic thoughts and experiences with you guys to, you know, gateway myself into opening up to my supporters and just also just to help people with whatever it is that you're going through. If my podcast can resonate with you in some form or fashion, that is fulfilling to me. And um, as an artist, I have different outlets of expressing myself and I have found that podcasting is a new way of, of doing that. And this is my first solo episode, which is very uncomfortable. I usually have my partner with me, but I needed to take this one alone. And I'm grateful for you guys for being here and sitting in this uncomfortable, very heavy space and emotion with me. Um, I'm grateful personally to have these emotions and to have these deep feelings and experiences. One, because you cannot know what happiness and lightness feels without the dark and heavy. Um, and two, this, these emotions, these range and spectrums of feelings and emotions and, and experiences, it's all a part of having a human experience and that's something that I personally am forever grateful for. They don't feel good in the moment. They're not always fun, but I am grateful to be here to at least experience it and even more to share it with you guys. So I just wanted to, again, let you guys know how grateful I am for taking time out of your day to be here.